You're listening to the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. I'm your host, leading expert in dog business strategist, Kristen Lee. Guys, get ready for your journey, your journey to cutting edge marketing and sales, creating a standout kick-ass dog business brand, along with mastering your mindset that's going to smash all this glass ceilings that have been holding you back and catapult your dog business to the next level with actionable steps you can take right away. We're going to empower you. We're going to grow you as you step into your authentic self, not only as a dog trainer, dog walker, or whatever slice of the pet industry you find yourself in, but as that badass entrepreneur. My mission is to disrupt the current norm, cut through the noise, cut through the bullshit, and empower the incredible women of the dog business industry to step into the spotlight, reclaim control, and transform not only their businesses, but their lives. It's real, it's raw, it's uncensored, and it's what this dog business industry needs. Let's do this, guys. Picture it. October 4th, 2021. An ordinary day in the repetitive matrix we call life in the pandemic world as dog business owners, which happens to actually be in Mercury retrograde, not Gatorade, not Brondo, even though Brondo has electrolytes and it's what plants crave. Oh, if you haven't seen the movie, oh my God, you're either like confused at that reference or you're dying. It's a great movie. Anyway, millions of people, including yourself here, dog business owners, are rebooting their phones, rebooting their Wi-Fi routers, checking their Wi-Fi, restarting apps, deleting apps, and wondering, shit, did I pay my internet? (laughs) Yes, yes, you did. Even if you didn't, no shame. But this was the day in 2021 that Facebook broke. And being the capitalist mega machine It also took down its other platforms, including Instagram and WhatsApp. Cue influencers freaking out. Some of them freaked out. Some of them are like, hey, it's a freaking beach day. Some social media managers hung up their hats for the day to enjoy some downtime. And others flocking to TikTok, yours included. I'm at Dogbiz School, but we really don't have anything there yet. Reddit and Twitter. But in all honesty, It left many dog trainers, many dog walkers, and other pet business owners wondering what would happen if our main content and lead generation channels one day bit the dust. It was one of those days of reckoning where you're like, holy shit, what would happen if Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, even any other platform, your website, your website host, Squarespace, WordPress, Weebly, whatever you use, just broke. And it's a concern. You probably saw other business coaches saying, well, don't you know, this is why you can't have one or two platforms for your marketing because you don't have ownership. No fucking shit, Captain Obvious. Thank you for stating the obvious. Obvious. Like seriously, like holy shit. Yeah, obviously we don't own Facebook. We don't own those platforms. We don't own shit, which I'm going to get into in a second. But then you saw other people 
maybe other business owners, maybe some legacy trainers or people that have been in the industry for years saying, well, I'm glad I knew how to do business before the internet. Hotty hard har. Cool. That's awesome. But that's also not the point. Listen, my pet professional friends and dog business owners, I'm here to break some bad news when it comes to digital ownership for your dog business. This is one of those things that we all have to have a really deep understanding of. You own none of your online platforms. Okay, none of them from social media, doesn't matter what platform, doesn't matter if you are diversified across all different social media, even if you have millions of followers and millions of likes on TikTok and Instagram, or maybe you have a badass YouTube channel with some traction that you've monetized to your Linktree bio, which absolutely are freaking amazing, to your website that you've worked so hard to create SEO and to capture all the amazing dog owners in your local area, to your Google ads, to your Google Analytics account, and everything in between. None of that is owned by you. Shit. I don't know the plat I don't own the platforms that stream my drone dog business. One day I might be gone for good. It might happen. Now, is this me saying this is a conspiracy theory? Yada yada yada. The world's going through massive changes. Yes, the world is going through incredible, incredible changes and crazy things. The world as we know it is dramatically shifted, which is a really good thing. Capitalism is falling. Okay. Is this a doomsday conspiracy conversation? Absolutely freaking not. It's not. This is a heavy reminder of all the things we come to rely on for lead generation, for dog trainers, dog walkers, pet sitters, is that we ultimately don't have control over technology. Technology is amazing. I love technology. You love technology. You're listening to this on your iPhone or Spotify or iTunes or whatever else. I think we're on Amazon now too, which is crazy. Anyway, software can break. The host that I've, I use for my drone dog business actually was under like a cyber attack a couple months ago. That's what actually had me like was like the catalyst for me to take a couple months break one of the one of the catalysts but software can break and it will and we're at the mercy of the social media ai overlords it's insane how far we've come in the last couple of years but the good news what do we have 100% control over great question cuz you are most likely a fellow control freak like myself okay We have ownership and control for the internal systems and processes we've built for your pet business, okay? What does that mean? It means taking the conversations, connections, and the reciprocity you've made over the years of being a dog trainer, dog walker, creating content, and bringing new perspectives in for lead generation, Okay, and taking those people, those leads, those amazing dog owners, and taking those conversations offline. Okay, let me break it down. As a content creator, what is a content creator? You, as a dog trainer, dog walker, pet sitter, create content. 
nine times out of 10. The majority of people in 2021 do. That could mean you're on TikTok making some entertainment-based content. You are on Instagram sharing a post or sharing a story about the top 10 friendly pet businesses or top 10 uh, pet-friendly breweries or locations or parks in your area, wherever you share it. It doesn't even matter if you share it on your blog. Anytime you share a piece of content, it puts you in a category as content creator. Now, you're probably like, I am not a creator. I'm not creative. It's okay. Anytime you put a piece of content out there in the digital world, you are a content creator. And why do you create content? Well, you create content for entertainment-based, which is kind of like the podcast. You create content for informational purposes. Like you have um, like Clarissa's last podcast was informational purposes. Clarissa is a genius at creating uh, informational and educational purposes. You create content to have lead generation. Hey, look at Fluffy McButterpants's before and after. Look how they're kicking ass. And you also create content for sharing, for connection. Because who doesn't want to be able to find amazing dog owners that want to connect with you and bring into your business? But what happens Sometimes as pet professionals and dog trainers, y'all can lose sight of the goal of digital content creation and lead generation. The main goal of creating any type of content, if it's for lead generation purposes, is building relationships, that whole know, like, and trust, like that old school shit that's still applicable. But you want to take those people that you built relationships, okay, prospective dog owners, offline into a proper sales process and into a paid consumer customer experience journey. Meaning Sally sees your your Instagram. Okay. So she sees an Instagram ad from you. By the way, I should I should totally do a podcast on Instagram. You guys are putting out some bad ad, uh, bad ads out there. I mean no shame. No, I'm not shaming you at all. I'm just like oof. Need some do's and don'ts. Like seriously. And yeah, targeting. Oof. But Sally sees your Instagram ad and you are working a dog off leash and just say Fluffy McButterpants was super aggressive. Now he's cool as hell and you're walking him and you're walking him off at downtown and he's going to place. He's doing trick dog stuff, all that fun stuff, right? And she sees your stuff and she's like, wow, that's cool. I wish my other dog, my dog can do that one day. So she might see your ad doesn't do anything. She doesn't convert into a client just yet. So your ad didn't serve the purpose. However, what happened was she went into your Instagram profile and she started following you. Now she's starting to get a little bit more invested in understanding what you do, how you help and everything else like that. And maybe you put some videos out there in your Instagram stories. Maybe she checked out your website and she's like, oof, you know, I really feel like I need this help, but I'm just not ready yet. Okay, but you're in the back of her head. Okay, you know, because it's the it's the whole consumer journey. People aren't always ready to buy. They have the exploration phase. You know, the dog hasn't gone too much to shit just yet. Maybe the dog hasn't pushed it over the threshold of where the um, dog owner wants to take that next step to get help and reach out for help and look for somebody to help them. And she forgets about you for maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month, and then the dog acts like a freaking fool. Her fool, her dog. 
And she's like, oh, shit, man. You know, I can't believe he's still doing that. It's still frustrating. Why can't I just have a normal freaking dog I can take to the park without it being a reactive asshole? Why can't I just take my dog to go have a beer? Why can't I just have my dog be quiet, laying down nicely and being calm in the house? And then little known, you pop up again because she's already interacted with some of your stuff. And now she's like, okay, I'm ready to reach out. She reaches out to you through your website. Okay. She fills out a form, you get the email, yada, 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 and you have a conversation. The goal is to have her journey start to finish to end up offline where she connects with you when you have a sales process, when you offer her help, and then you take her through the dog training journey. And maybe you take her a little bit longer on. But sometimes as content creators and dog trainers and pet sitters and dog walkers, we forget the main end goal of the majority of the content we put out there. Again, it could be on social media, whatever platform, it could be on our website, it could even be somebody sharing a post. The main end goal is to take those conversations, take those customer journeys and create offline experiences, aka your sales, aka your programs, your offers and everything else in between. As Emily says, Emily is our lead sales trainer here at Dog Biz School, okay? She always says sales is life. If you don't have sales in your business, you don't have life. Sales is the lifeblood that runs through your business, okay? Now, am I saying just put out content for sales? No, If you're even if you're doing exceptionally well, you're probably like, fuck, I don't need more sales, okay? But what really good content is gonna happen is it's going to keep those relationships and keep people tracking through the customer journey. And it's also an opportunity to tell people to fuck off like through polarizing content, but you know how I roll with that. Anyway, also the next thing you have control over, and I want you to remember this, is balancing your dog business marketing portfolio. Yes, we don't put all of our eggs in one basket. That's what everybody's like, hey, that's why you only have, that's why you shouldn't have one platform to heavily rely on or just have a website or whatever. You wanna have, and you wanna always think, like I've said before, your marketing portfolio, yes, your marketing portfolio is an ecosystem. So you wanna make sure you have the skills of making connections offline as well. Now, this is in your local community not just pet related either. There's other non-pet related businesses that share similar customer dynamics and demographics. So starting to have those people skills and to have those conversations and to have value to other businesses is going to take your marketing slightly offline. So if one day everything just implodes and we have like uh, Y2K, but in 2022, who knows it's possible. I don't see it on the bingo card yet, but you still have those personal facing conversations. Okay. Now it's not just, you know, it's not just a word of mouth. Word of mouth has some importance to it. You know, I used to say, oh, fuck word of mouth. Like what happens if people stop talking about you? When you go and actively seek relationships outside in your community um, of other business owners, of other pet businesses too, you start to build relationships there. Okay. And you also want to start to think about tapping into some old school guerrilla marketing, like old school guerrilla marketing, getting people's interests rocking and rolling. Again, marketing is not just to take people, um, bring people into sales and just like immediately make them into um, a, 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 a buyer of your products, but it's also building a relationship. Again, if you're thinking, oh my God, I'm so fucking busy. I can't think about even taking on another client. 
that's fine. But what happens when that shit starts to dry up? It's going to dry up. It it happened. It's just, it's economics. <laughs> it's pet business economics at the end of the day, right? So we always want to have people that know us, they understand us, they like us, they trust us, and then we build that through online conversations and offline conversations. Okay, so think about that. Think about, okay, how? what are some relationships I can start to build, okay, in my marketing portfolio offline? And also, again, think about how am I taking the conversations, how am I taking the people that are interacting, engaging with my material, with my content um, on Instagram, on TikTok, and starting to convert those conversations offline into making them into consumers, into purchasing clients. So next time a platform goes belly up, okay, it will, and the world is collectively flipping out, just realize you have the ultimate power in your hands when it comes to your dog business. And this might be the wake up call we all needed because at the end of the day, we barely have control. And as a control freak, it freaks me the fuck out too. All right. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for the short and sweet episode. And hopefully my podcast provider will not go belly up, nor will will the platform you're listening to the streaming on either. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to another badass episode of Mind Your Own Dog Business. If you haven't already subscribed, what are you waiting for? Oh my God. Go and subscribe now so you don't miss out on any of our content-packed dog business jam sessions plus special offers that I'm going to only be sharing with my amazing dog business entrepreneurial podcast listeners. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a five-star kick-ass review so more amazing dog business owners just like yourself can find us and start to transform and disrupt their businesses and their lives unapologetically. And if you feel so inclined, feel free to tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of this episode and holler at your girl. I'm at dogwalkercoach. You can find me, dogwalkercoach, and I'll pop up and I'll give you a special shout out. All right, guys, until next time. Bye.